Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tech Connect. It's an impromptu podcast today. We just want to kind of give you some updates and push you into the holiday season um, this year. And then uh, we'll be back in January for some more. We'll give you some info about that at the end. As always, I'm Dan, one of the hosts here and the Instructional Technology Specialist for Coloma Community Schools. And I'm with... Sen Rhymes, the uh, Director of Technology for Coloma Community Schools. And this podcast is impromptu because we're always making it up right on the spot. Right, Dan? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we felt a little like we haven't been able to be creative or put something out there in a while. And you said yesterday, like, hey, let's record one. So here we are. We're recording. Listen. Let's do it. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. our, we, we've we've mentioned it several times on the podcast before. That's the whole purpose of of bringing technology into the classroom uh, and into education is to find that sweet spot between the consumption and the creation of information, knowledge, um, whatever whatever it happens to be. Absolutely, and that's one of the most. It's one of those things. I think you we both kind of thrive off of that ability to. To kind of create something or you know make something if you will and uh i think yeah we're missing it this week so that and coffee um we definitely coffee, thrive yes. on coffee yep. are you on are you on shot number five or six of espresso today <laughs> i don't know um, he, okay I... so he's dan has officially <laughs> lost count of how many shots of espresso he's had today i've only had one cup of coffee because uh, I'm kind of nursing a sinus headache, but uh, I, I definitely might come back and revisit the uh, the coffee pot afterwards. I had one three-shot Americano this morning, and I don't think I've had any more. So um, <laughs> my my drink is an iced Americano. For those that are curious, that's what I that's what I live on. So three shots, uh, espresso and ice and water. And, All right, uh, <sighs> takes care of it. So. All right. Well, let's let's take care of uh, some technology-related uh, questions and or happenings. Okay. Sounds good. So, Ben, we, in November, during our, our district-wide professional development remote teaching test period, yes, we put out a survey to our staff. We did. And we have uh, some results of that survey that we're willing to share with everybody and how it's going to impact everybody. Ah, yeah, yeah. The results are all glowing and amazing, right? Yeah. Well, okay, not not really. Sorry, I just. <laughs> um, but uh, overall, so uh, yeah, we t we we take a look at those. It's something we started last year, um, doing yep. an annual technology survey, and it kind of blends two things. It blends just a simple, uh, how are we doing? you know, so to speak. How are we doing in terms of uh, technology service, uh, the speed of responsiveness to help desk tickets, uh, and then how is the technology working for you? Not necessarily instructionally, but how is the technology just literally working for you in your room and with your students? And then the other half of the survey is more open-ended uh, and ask questions about the instructional side of things. You know, uh, is it meeting the needs of your students as learners? Is it meeting your needs? Um, especially with all the changes that we had to put in place this last summer, which um, had to be done in a very short timeline uh, with with as much input as we had at the time. And so how are things going? Just sort of a, ch uh, a 
test test the water, see how things are going, and, and what do we need to do to change course. And overall, the, the, the speed of the technology service and the help desk system and everything, everyone, th- those were all glowing. Um, but there were opportunities in the open-ended stuff for you uh, and Tanya, who was going to be joining us on this podcast, who can't, unfortunately. She's at the ER helping a teacher that fell in the classroom, which it sounds like everything's going to be okay. It might just be a sprain or a broken ankle. Um, which, which we can all say is probably you know, a better outcome than most, but probably still not okay. All right. So fair enough. I was going on the 2020 scale of things that are horrible. Accurate. Um, so sprained or broken ankle, um, of course, in the year of 2020 would be, of course, very, very low. Um, whereas missing, a, uh, losing an entire limb would be much higher. Um, I shouldn't joke about it though. That, that is pretty terrible. Um, uh, I injured my Achilles, uh, several years ago and that was not, not fun to recover from. And honestly, I don't think I, I ever fully recovered from it anyways. Uh, moving, moving along. Um, yeah, the bottom half, the, the request from teachers, um, it was, it was very positive. It was a good mix mm-hmm. of people still requesting things that they wanted you or Tanya to do to come yep. in with their classes, um, to help them. So that was encouraging. People are still optimistic, uh, about those things happening, uh, as well as a few new teachers putting in requests for, um, doing some simple things like converting some files and helping them make the, the resources that they have more flexible yes. in their classroom. Um, and then uh, um, we didn't get as many like open-ended requests, like, oh, I'm, I'm starting this new unit on astronomy and I need ideas. We didn't, we didn't see mo- most of, <clears throat> we didn't see much of that this year, but uh, that's okay because we know that everyone's dealing with a whole lot. Um, yeah, and it's way different this year and teaching and everything that we're doing. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, we, you know, I, I personally recognize and thank everybody for the efforts that they've put in. And I know it hasn't been an easy year. So we, we're not expecting above and beyond and and doing a whole lot of, you know, new and extra things this year. It's it's more of a maintained survival teaching this year. So we I recognize that. <laughs> Although some people could say every single day is is something new that they're having to that's, wrap their heads around. That's that's also accurate. <laughs> um, and that's and I know that that brings a lot of stress, especially the mm-hmm. teachers that are trying, attempting to to provide instruction for those students that have been home on quarantine and do that in some sort of synchronous way, you know, with the Google yeah. Meet, uh, rather than just posting everything to uh, the Google Classroom and saying go check it out afterwards. Teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know several teachers that have been connecting with students and parents uh, for several hours in the evenings uh, outside of school hours, and that's that's super stressful as well. So, yeah. Um, yep. So, so, so what are we going to do with this this information and this data, Ben? So, so what we're going to do with this information, we actually uh, we we kind of already did it. We uh, we used it to sort of reshape our goals for this year. We've got goals just like the buildings have goals. We, we take a look at the strategic plan and the technology department established goals uh, aligned with the strategic plan when I came on board. Uh, and every year we readdress that and say, are the activities we're doing meeting those goals? And so this yep. year we sort of came up with some new goals uh, and each person in the department has their own personal goals, which are 
moving us there. And so I challenged everyone in the technology department to have an immediate goal, to have a short-term goal, and a longer-term goal. And the immediate goal is what can you get done before we leave for break, for Christmas break? Uh, the long, the short-term goal being something that happens in the next three months, and the long-term goal being something that happens in the next four to nine months, basically to the end of the school year. And uh, uh, I don't have that in front of me for everybody, but for me personally, like the immediate goal was we need more devices because everyone was very clear the the device situation for guest teachers in the buildings is less than desirable. That's a nice way of putting it. We understand that we was we were limited by the number of devices we could get. So I went ahead and I took it upon myself and started calling. This is the time of year when vendors said things would start coming back in stock. And so I called vendor after vendor, finally found one that we had used previously. Um, and he said, yeah, we got 40 laptops in stock. I was like, done, boom, talk, talk to you, Dan. Uh, and we made it happen with some grant dollars. And so the, the first of them just started showing up today. So that's great. So yeah. when we get back in January, we'll be able to take those Chromebooks that we're using for to loan out to substitute teachers at the elementary, intermediate, and junior high and replace those with full laptops. So that won't Which, be a, yeah, a problem. The the seamless transition now of, you know, we recognize that not everybody could be here every day and that there's been an added level of stress and anxiety with connecting technology in our classrooms with Chromebooks and Windows devices. So moving forward, we will have Windows devices, which I think is it's going to help alleviate tons of anxiety on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that was the immediate goal and totally knocked it out of the park. We'll have those ready. Uh, the shorter term goal is to reestablish this line of communications with the podcast, asking people, what do you want to know about stump us, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then the longer term goal is I really want to establish a technology advisory committee, uh, something that uh, served me very well in previous school districts, having an opportunity, even if it's once a quarter or once a semester to sit down with uh, teachers, office staff, uh, a representative, sorry, of teachers, of office staff, of uh, support staff, uh, and just sort of get a direct feedback, a face-to-face -face conversation about the direction of technology in the district um, and, and share our goals about where we mm -hmm. want to take technology in the district and get feedback from the teachers about how best to make that happen. And that's something that I've wanted to do since before the pandemic last year. And obviously the pandemic put a pause on that. So absolutely yeah so well, how fun, about you fun, fun backstory about your technology advisory committee is <laughs> yeah and my first teaching job i actually was a member of your technology advisory committee right in the 2010 2011 school year so yeah i've been a part of it from that role and i know that having a say and, and just being in the room and, and hearing what everybody's doing is just super powerful so if your principals ask consider volunteering for that because i think it's a it's a really worthwhile thing and you have a say in the direction of the department as well so and, and i will bring treats treats and our cookies if we can hold tech and tacos face. yes um, <laughs> dan will make the tacos i've done it before crock pot full of taco meat um so what it comes down to for me is the short-term thing is helping some teachers out there was a uh a question on how to use one of our resources with Google Classroom because they don't talk to each other very well. So that's kind of my immediate goal. I'm in the process of working on that right now. Have a really good idea um, on what I'm going to do and hopefully have that to people um, probably before this podcast actually comes out. So it'll probably be out um, before this podcast does. But then 
The next thing is, is that, you know, through a hosting change on a website, Camp Chromebook, there was a website, it went down, went away. Want to bring that back and get that back up and upload all of our Camp Chromebook stuff. One of the comments in the surveys from the um, intermediate and junior high buildings was that the kids like get Camp Chromebook once and they can't reference back to the material. So one of the things I recognize in that is, okay, it's time to really get that out in one spot and get that up and running in that way. Um, and then the longer term goals is, you know, that creation piece for me is something that's very attractive because it's one of those things that I feel I really thrive on. So I want to um, maintain a student, staff, and family technology support site. So I want to get those built and kind of started thinking about how to do that and how to provide updates and that sort of stuff as we go through that. Um, for the remainder of COVID-19 and beyond, um, you know, hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel for everything that we're currently doing in response to this virus. But with that is this would be something that would be helpful for for teachers, students and families moving forward as well. So one thing mm-hmm. that we, we add on during crisis teaching might be something that we kind of continue down the road. So that's one of those things I want to um, drive technology conversations and kind of focus on the Michigan Integrated Technology Competencies for Students, which is a, a big thing. It's, it's abbreviated to my text, but it's one of those things I really feel strongly about. Um, and it's, it's kind of the idea of creating empowered learners, creating digital citizens, knowledge constructors, innovative designers, computational thinkers, creative communicators, and global collaborators. So it's kind of taking everything that we're doing and embedding it into the stuff that we're already doing. So where are the ways that we can make a slight tweak to what we're already doing to meet one of those goals? How can our kids construct knowledge? I know when I was in school, it was here's a five paragraph essay and that's how you got all of your points across, right? Anything you mm-hmm. wanted to do, if you write an introduction, three body paragraphs and a conclusion, that gets your point across. You know, it was a, I was in for a super awakening when I got to college and turned in my first one and they were like, whoa, why is this five paragraphs? Like this is college. <laughs> Anyways, that's a, that's a conversation for a different day, but you know, it's like, what can we do now? Can the kids build an infographic? Can the kids do a science experiment and recap it in a video? Something like that. So I want to talk about that stuff and I want to start driving the conversation around that. Um, and I also started um, the Google certified coaching curriculum recently. Right, right. With, yeah, with, I remember with seeing a cohort that. of about um, 55 people across the state of Michigan. We're all in it together. Cool. And, um, so one of the things that I've been working on with that is, is to kind of finish that up. And that's a, a longer process. So I may be asking for some favors to build a portfolio <laughs> coming up if you're listening to this. So um, it's one of those things that uh, is definitely really um, purposeful and meaningful and to help kind of have those conversations and lead the changes throughout um, the schools. So cool. super useful in that. So those are my goals. Yours, that's that that's huge. Those are two huge that's those are two really important things. The Camp Chromebook thing, you know, making that making that mm-hmm. happen as a as a resource for, for staff and students to continually come back to. And I'll and when that's ready, I know it's ready, all the content's there. You just need to formalize it on the website. We're gonna push it out to all the Chromebooks so it'll be easy to get to. Um, but then uh, the the other piece, the bigger piece, is is like you said, is the piece that we really haven't had as much opportunity to take time for and like what is the bigger purpose of what we're doing in education so cool man yeah so 
with that, when we talked and laid out some of our goals, I think it's a good time to announce that, you know, with one of your goals is uh, continuing this podcast. So yes. and helping you out, I've already put it on your calendar for two days in January. Awesome. We'll do it for Thanks. two days in February <laughs> and two days and in March. And you guys go. are going to get a lot so more podcasts, technology conversations with and, uh, Ben, Tanya and myself. That's in right. The coming months. Nice. <laughs> awesome. So. So stay tuned for that and uh, we'll get that to you. So at this point, I think it's important that we revisit our stump us. Sharon Ball, our master stumper, got us last time, even with our ace in the hole, Tanya. And she asked us a question about the, how, many, how many miles away is the sun from the earth, right? Right. And I know I, I said like, I think Tanya said something like 42 and a half. And I think I said 50. And I don't remember where you came in at, Ben, but the moral of the story is that we were wrong. We were all wrong. Again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, we are stumped one more are time. Are you smarter than a fifth grade teacher? And the answer, of course, is no, we are not. Of course. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't have that. So um, what it comes down to is that lessons are uh, our performance. Did, did, what, so. what is the answer? The answer is 91.525 million miles. Oh, 91. So 91 and a half million miles. 91 and a half million miles. So that's a lot. That is. I try to think about that in like easily quantifiable numbers and I can't. I can't imagine what 90 million of anything looks like. Um, I can't either. But I was listening to a fantastic uh, Planet Money podcast the other day about vaccines for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. and what it's going to take to get the vaccines out around the globe and they said if we had if we had all the vaccines we needed to vaccinate yep. everyone that needs vaccinating it would it would take in one one at one go 8000 fully loaded cargo planes yep um and uh, the trouble with that is currently around the globe there are only 2000 dedicated cargo planes around the yep. globe so you you do that math on uh, how many flights uh they're they're all gonna have to make uh and how long it's gonna take so anyways so, but the light is at the end of the tunnel and we're it almost is. past this you know so all right with that again we'll be back in your feeds um two times a month moving forward we apologize and we, yeah, we have, we apologize in advance that we'll be back, but uh, well, we'll be doing some different things. We'll kind of maybe bring some different pieces in or Definitely. offer some more tips or, you know, do something like that instead of the normal shows that we've been doing. So, but we will be hitting you up for questions. We will be hitting you up for answers to those questions if we don't know them. And uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Have a happy holiday season this year. Stay safe. Yeah, yeah, definitely stay healthy. Enjoy the holidays, um, you know, in a in a in a health in a safe and a healthy way. And in the all-time dad education teacher joke, we'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs>